Yo, what's good, yo? We yeah. back with season two. Um, yeah, we about to get go. real New York on. Um, yeah. So I'm saying, like, it's follow, subscribe. Yeah. Yeah, we finna be it's live. To the yeah, we back again. To tell your friends, to tell your wretched ass friends. Thought we was gone, but now I know we in. That you got rid of us, but no, no, you can't. Yeah, uh, everybody welcome back to another episode of pontificating um thank y'all for joining us for yet another week and we hope y'all are having fun and enjoying the topics and i also hope that everybody went out and voted because if y'all didn't i don't want to hear shit i don't want to hear no complaints no nothing because you lost all that right um and we're gonna jump right in uh first of all i want to start off and i want to say r.i.p takeoff um is wild it's wild out here in these streets, and I feel like somehow Eric is responsible. And, you know, I mean, it is what it is. And that will lead us right into our segment. <laughs> Yo, Eric, you are wilding, bro. You're wilding out in these streets. Eric, how you feel about that, Asia? I am perplexed by the idea of alternate side street parking. Now, I know this is not a new thing, right? But it's new for me-ish, right? Because before I, before I left New York, I didn't have a car. So I came back with a car. And then there was a pandemic. So there was no, there was the cars just set in their spots for almost two years, right? And then end of last year, they were like, okay, move the car once a week. And I was like, I could do once a week. I could do once a week, I could park this car someplace else. But now I'm moving cars twice, a week and I don't I literally don't understand how it's layered because also there's no more work from home right mm -hmm. so it's like okay I have to be at an office right most New Yorkers don't drive to work because they can't it's it's mm -hmm. ridiculous so which means I have to leave my car where I live I mean I live near my home I'm working near my home but that's I have a rare case right most people are like an hour from their house Mm -hmm. And then street parking rules, depending on where you live, vary. Mine are from 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Mm. I'm definitely at work. I'm definitely, most certainly at my job <laughs> during this time. How the fuck am I going to move this car? It's ridiculous. Or I have to make sure the night before I find good parking mm -hmm. to set up for the day ahead, which and New York has no parking right now or hasn't had it in years. So I'm just like, I mean, I know it's a money grab. It feels like it's deliberate to take our money oh my gosh it is such a money grab because why the fuck are we moving cars twice a week for street cleaning and the streets are still dirty first of all <laughs> they are. That's, that street cleaner i mean before i knew things i knew that wasn't working that, <laughs> it needs to be a fucking vacuum why is it a brush spinning dirt in a circle under a truck i'm not trying to give someone a more laborious job but that needs to be a hand job place to come by with a blower and just blow the trash to the corner and scoop it up why is this? First of all, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going on tangent, but the truck is not even small. It's not agile. <laughs> it can't even dip and dive in the crevices like a, like a like a, a cleaner would do. It literally makes no sense. So now I've gotten many tickets in the past few months because you're at work. I'm at work, yeah. or I forget, or I don't come out enough time. And like, so I work, uh, uh, so the city doesn't own any of their buildings. They rent most of their property that, that people work in. I don't know why they do that. I, I guess, actually I have no idea. So 
<clears throat> um, last week I did drive to where I work because I was out the previous before I got to work and I parked across from my job, right? Across the street. And I went in, I worked and I came out to a ticket. <laughs> and I was like, at the very least, acknowledge that I work in this building. And can I not get a fucking ticket while I'm working for the city as well? So wow. I just want to be like, and this is directly Eric's fault. Sometimes it's, I don't know, but this is directly Eric. <laughs> you have the power, Eric, to make parking rules like once a week again or fucking cancel them out altogether. They're stupid. The streets are still dirty. Mm-hmm. They took away the garbage cans. There's no garbage cans anymore. Yo, I really noticed that, but there's no garbage cans. They're so hard to come by. Yeah. Um, that's why they took the, the dirty streets. It's not because of the, the parking. It's because you took away garbage cans. Not you, but someone took them away. So now I'm I'm going to litter. I'm not going to carry this damn clip in my hand for, for five blocks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ages. Just, just, just. You know, this is why I'm queen. I'm sorry. I'm just so annoyed I by the situation. Queens so it's, much. It's, it's there's none. There's no what in Queens. Like, there's, there's, no, there's no street parking. No alternate side. No. What? Like, you can park your car for weeks. There's cars on my block for weeks, months, a whole year since the pandemic. Maybe just your block. Doesn't matter. <laughs> no, but you know, there's certain places like, you know, Astoria and Jackson Heights, and there's places that are like, you know, overpopulated that they have that. But in most neighborhoods in Queens, we don't have alternate side parking at all. Long Island at all. No. That's insane. That is really unfair. I'm trying to tell you. That is extreme. When I lived in Tennessee for, what is it, 2018 to 2020? I said, what the hell in the ghetto mess is this? <laughs> I was doing that shit, you know, um, running out. Like I had alarms set <laughs> to freaking every, I think Monday and Wednesday mm-hmm. between like, I don't know, 9.30 to like 11.30, 12.30. I'm like, wait. And then, and then it would switch from, if you're on that side, it's like, okay. So from 11 to like 1.30, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. So I'm getting up at all hours trying to like, figure this out and you know as a flight attendant I had to make sure that you know my fiance was home to be able to move it because otherwise I got a lot of tickets in that two year span I got tickets and it was not suspended I don't know why I don't know that's crazy yeah so well until 2020 it was suspended when when we left anyway so it was a lot of tickets that I accumulated during that time even more upset to know that no we don't we don't that is not all boroughs. Wait, when we when we went to LA, didn't I say park your car? Did you think about moving it? No. Well, it was Did a I? Friday, so I figured it'd be fine. No, it was. It's just anytime, anytime you feel like it. Wow. There's people that come here and park and just go. You fly away wherever you want to go. My cousins, they just leave their cars here. Doesn't matter. Months, years, doesn't matter. Yes. Doesn't all matter. Right. Okay. Well. Right. Just I'll, be writing, I'll be writing my mayor. Pay your ticket. And, there, and there's yes. some, you know, there's some uh, people, um, a, a certain group of people that absolutely do not um, put up with the alternate side uh, parking. And um, they, they petition for that. They don't have that. And they clean their own streets. So I think that's what 
That sounds like a very good idea. That's a much better plan, honestly. Um, well, because nothing um, is more thorough than like some. I see a woman just with the sweeper with their um outside broom and, and dustpan. Yeah, in front of my house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, yes. I know what I want the front of my house to look like. Correct. <laughs> this is what we do here, guys. Yes, this is what we do. Neighborhood here. beautification. Absolutely. All right. So, so long. Tell me what got you in the peeve this week about Eric. Man. <laughs> I don't know, you know, some way, somehow he need to get, I don't know, Lorena Bobbitt over here and just get, just come on with, um, Nick Cannon. Cause I, I can't do it anymore. I, I'm tired. Every time I open my phone, Oh, Nick Cannon is uh, expecting his 54th child. Like I, I can't, I can't take it. <laughs> just where's Lorena Bobbitt, Eric, find her, get her. <laughs> And let's just, let's not, I, I, this can't be a thing. What, like, what is he doing? Uh, what is this, a cult? Like, what, what is he doing? He's not even that rich. You, do you even have Mariah's money? You know, let me just say, I am, <laughs> I know Mariah is like mortified, petrified, and I, like totally embarrassed by this. And, you know, I, I do apologize because <laughs> I can't, I can't. I cannot believe it. This is embarrassing. This is who I had a child with. Well, twins with. Oh, get rid of him. Is he at nine? Is he at nine? No, he's at twelve. I think the one one died. One died. They say eleven, but I think one died. And the one that, the one that, um, I think her name is Alyssa Scott. Um, her son Zen died, so now she's pregnant again. So they're like, oh, it's a miracle baby. I'm like, wait. He had miracle babies. Every baby's a miracle to him. Every month, every every month I open, you know, I'm tired. And I feel like Eric is responsible and he could do something about it because I don't need to see this anymore. We don't need to see this anymore. He needs I'm to tired. raise the taxes or something because <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. Something, do something. All do his something. taxes are going down though. All Nicholas, Nicholas mm-hmm. Cannon, this is outrageous. It is our <laughs> Nicholas Cannon. He's always working. This is why I think he has... Out. He has loop like yeah. they say something about the the umbilical cord and some kind of ambiotic fluid that helps with lupus to keep him alive. He also Professor X shit. I don't know. I don't even know if Professor X was a correct reference because I don't watch. <laughs> I, I don't know either. It doesn't seem right, Ty. Yes. Okay. Now it's time for is it just me or? Okay, and I'm going to start. So just last week, I was saying, or I don't know, the week before, was, what is time? That we need to microdose because microdosing makes everything better. However, I, I've come, well, these kids were not microdosing. They were dosing, okay? <laughs> so I'm on the train on my way to work and I realize that it smells like smoke. And then I look up and the entire car is smoky, but it's also a full enough train car and I was like what the fuck so then I go I look down at the cart and I see these kids they had to be like teenagers like maybe like 14 15 16 and they're just blowing down just smoking blunt after blunt on the train and I'm just like I want to be annoyed because I just had a fucking um sinus infection so I'm coughing and I'm like it's not COVID it's the smoke and I got annoyed and I was like why won't y'all go somewhere else but then I said there is no safe space for a kid. Mm. So I think, is it just me or do we need to find safe space for kids to do shit like smoke weed? There needs to be a safe space that's not the train car. I agree. 
I agree. I agree. I mean, kids they can't go weed. home. Yeah, kids smoke weed. It's it's not a secret. Most you know whatever. This should be a place that's not the train car, <laughs> where they're bothering other people, where they can just go and be in this place and be regulated, you know, and just being a, also be safe from being um high in the street, right. And, you know, causing themselves harm or other people's harm. So I, I think there should be. I mean, I guess we'd have to do age-based regulation. I don't know how that would work. But I think it needs to be, like, you know, a place where they can go and, like, like the um the dugout? <laughs> what show is that from? I have no idea. Oh, um, damn. It's the dugout. Is it? Oh, the pit? California Dream? One of them or the pit. You know. Oh, I don't okay. Know. I know the pit. Yeah place where the kids go and just do their little thingy thing oh my son is moving <laughs> well I don't I don't I don't know about that kids be wilding man oh don't worry about that that'd be cut out they do be wilding kids be wilding and they be but they're not wilding they just growing they just testing the limits as we all did right anyway who's next I mean <laughs> is it just me or <laughs> All right, some New York is getting a little bit too soft. All right. So I saw a video of the other day that was circulated. Uh, I guess it went viral um, of this dude on Halloween wearing a full on Nazi uniform, walked into a bar wearing said Nazi uniform. He was dolo too. walked in dolo and everybody in the bar. They just kind of like told him he needed to get out of there and all that stuff like that. But I'm just like. I would really love to know what was the distance between where you live and how you got, like, what was your like travel mode of of transportation to get from your home to said bar? And how did you make it here unharmed? Because that's why. Was he, was he? You know, you know the answer to that. Okay. (laughs) You know that. Was this in Manhattan? It seemed like or, it was um, in, uh, you know, like in the middle of like the Lower East Side in Soho, you know, oh, like yeah. by Bowery-ish. Okay. I think, I think there's two problems here. One, New Yorkers mind their fucking business. We just do. We are a business minding people, right? Yeah. So if you're in Soho, first of all, those are not New Yorkers anyway. That's already a problem. It's true. It's the transplants and the gentrifiers. Um, probably the few that were there were leaving work and want to get home on fucking Halloween or whatever day it was. And they're like, I don't got time for this white nonsense. (laughs) I have bigger issues. And I feel like that's the problem. Like, this is not the New York that we know, whereas like New Yorkers, these are not New Yorkers here, especially in the city. That is true. Because I feel like, I feel like there's, there was a video that I saw a few weeks ago where this woman was on the train wilding, saying mad racist shit, and this white dude like checked her, like basically told her shut the fuck up. Nobody got time for that. Like get the fuck off the train type of shit. So I feel like, where do those people <laughs> like where where do where do like real New Yorkers live? You know what I'm saying? Because it's like they're all like these wild things that be happening like in bars and on trains and certain things like that. Because I don't see these things on my train. Right. Like nobody's coming on my train saying mad wild racist shit. So it's just like, where do the real New Yorkers live that don't put up with this shit? And I also feel like this is Eric's Eric's problem. Eric's caused this. 
because the rents the rent's too goddamn high I thought I was like, oh, the city is like the city is dangerous. So if they see somebody with an acid, they're like, oh, this nigga, this nigga wilding, right? Like, oh, he's on a, you know. You but then I'm like, if you're a New Yorker, you'd be like, this nigga's wilding. He may be on a do do, but let me come to you and be like, yo, what the fuck is your problem? Like, yeah. it really is. I don't know. Somewhere when I thought on the outline, I said soft, but then I'm like. It's, it's Chris Paul. I think it's Chris Rock Paul. Ever since the slap heard around the world. Niggas ain't niggas. Yeah, there was no, there was no fuck around and found out, find out graph that hit this man that I, that I know of. If there was, it didn't go viral. And also, should- I'm going to say that was a, that, I know I posted that, but that's, that was a tricky little viral thing. Not a white man talking about fuck around and then find <laughs> Maybe maybe he's from New York. <laughs> maybe. I don't care where he's from. I said he said. I want. I'm gonna. Just, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna save more of this for our main topic. But I also feel like an issue with the softness is everything is being mediated. Everything is being filmed and recorded. So depending on what you have to lose, it's kind mm. of like, damn. Because that lady, that Asian lady, was going in. She was going in. But it's like. I got a job. There's mad cameras here. You know what I mean? Mm. But I'll yeah, go more yeah. to that later. But I think I think that's also a problem that we're facing is there's too many eyes on people and people are a little more hesitant because it's like... Yeah. You can't just chin check somebody and walk not off. Not like you used to. Somebody <laughs> records. Somebody's going to record it. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, is it just me? Or have the emergence of bitch-ass niggas been on the ride? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... It's I'm I'm I, I try to keep my TikTok like really like black girl happy beauty plus size fashion. I try, but TikTok is evil and it's insidious. And it will show you things you do not want to see, right? Um that's a bigger story. But I'm turning right now to to Drake, who is uh, I, I haven't heard the album by now. It's been out for a week or two at this point. I don't know if anyone has heard it or a week. By the, by, at this point, at this, by, point. at this point, it would have been out. It'd been out a week, a week or week or right. two. <laughs> so, I don't know if anyone has heard it. I've only heard the 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 two lines or the two parts where he's dissing Serena Williams' husband, which is like, was it a diss though? Was he, it a diss though? No, I'm sorry. Sorry, nigga diss. Sorry, he came for him. So I have the perfect clip for you for this moment, by the way. Um, but Drake's been the groupie. He's been the groupie. Always. He's been the light-skinned, bright-eyed, big-mouthed groupie for years. I thought it, I also, I found it almost charming that he was so, like, like, you know, there, there are celebrities that I do want to meet when I'm on, right? I'm, I'll never be, like, Drake smiling in their face because I'm a New Yorker and I'm about that shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm always play cool, like, I'm gonna fuck. Yeah. I'm and be like, Drake has been embracing his uh access to these people for years and I was like you know that's kind of cool because he has looked up to them and he's they're his friends now and he could go to base basketball game and sit in the front row and be a groupie do it who the fuck cares you have money be be you but how dare you say this man's a groupie for loving his wife because he's corny corny as fuck (laughs) then then he's gonna have the nerve to talk about Megan's lying it it is beyond me why all these men think well it's not beyond me it's i was about to say 
about to say. Like, you know what it is? It's like, you know how there's things you understand, but then you don't understand? Yeah. yeah. Like, like imaginary numbers, right? I was able to pass the test, <laughs> but can I explain an imaginary number? No, I fucking can't. I cannot, right? That's where I am with these men. Like, yeah, mind your fucking business. Check other men. Like, stop being these bitch-ass niggas on the social media. This this lives forever. You went in the studio and you you put some words. First of all, in in the the sign about, the the song about uh, Serena's husband, he says, no, boo. Now, maybe it's a play in the restaurant, no, boo. I don't fucking know. I'm not a rapper. But... (laughs) The the lyric, what he wrote was N O B O O. Stop the fucking, stop the shit. <laughs> stop it. It's disgusting. It's fucking disgusting, men. Like, get your shit together. Like, go, I don't know, build something. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You're out here just in your fucking journal, pen and paper in the little. In my mind, he had a pencil with the fluff on top. He was just there <laughs> writing that shit like, no, Bill, what the fuck is your problem? I'm sorry. It just really annoyed me that I said this this weekend. I'm just like, it was so unnecessary. It's so unnecessary. It is unnecessary. Yes. And <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I digress. I digress. Support Black woman. Like, I'm not even going to mention his name, but what would she have? Why would she lie about that? It's like, come on now. Like, come oh, on. No. Stop being, stop being a bitch. Stop being a bitch. And in, in referencing smacks, like, Drake, you got smacked by Diddy. <laughs> Shut up. Just never speak ever again about anything. And I wish you had this same type of energy when you was going back and forth with fucking Pusha T. But you will never. You will never no. have that type they, of energy. No, no. They know what to do. They, You know, listen. What they say in the Caribbean, monkey know which limb to jump on. That's what it is. <laughs> you, they know which tree to climb on. They know who to try. You understand me? So yeah, we be having sayings. I'm saying, right? <laughs> Some shit I don't even understand. I'm like, wait, what? Now I get it. Because I'm like, why would you tell me this when I'm three years old? Like, why would I get this? <laughs> What are you talking about? Anywho, um, is it just me? Or I just think, like, I, I don't even want to just limit it to celebrities. Um of any any status but like just women in general why are you going to dr to get cosmetic surgery why why go to my i understand that it's cheap however you can't just fly back to new york first of all you might you know you might die on the way back because of the blood clots and the travel you know i have a heart as a flight attendant you know, I try to make them as comfortable as possible. I'll, I'll try to find an empty row for you to lay down in this and I, you know, I do my best. But again, why are you doing that? You can't just fly back to, to Amer- the Americas and uh, when shit goes wrong or hit the fan, just go to a hospital and expect them to fix you. Nobody's touching you. You're going to die. No one is touching you. And then you have to fly back to, to, to get that, that fix. You're gonna die. I just wanted to stop. Like, just stop. I've known. So even, uh, like I said, as a flight attendant, there's so many flight attendants that are that went through that. There's so many shit in the news. There's so many corrections officer because you know my um fiance or whatever can't can't drop the prison. <laughs> Don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, there's so many of the, the COs that just go to the R and. 
just die when they come back. And again, if you're a celebrity, there's no reason for you to be flying to DR. You can afford it. You can afford it. Even a D-list celebrity, you can afford it. You can afford a couple thousand dollars if that's though. what you want to do. Some of them can't. Some they of them can't, can't afford that. Listen, listen, there's so many payment plans. That, listen, they got smarter. You don't Clarnering. have to pay at all. Clarnering. You can't. You can't. You, sure, you sure can. There's so many payment plans. You know, and you know, I myself looked into Let a me go put things. my titties on a firm. <laughs> you sure can. You sure can. There's people that I know that you know had you know breast augmentation and it cost what fifteen thousand dollars and they you know they they got a plan for it you know so don't tell me that if that's what you really want you know don't stop putting your life on the line for for cosmetic surgery like I said I want a few nip tucks you know I'm not against it but just do it right if you're gonna do it and especially if you're somebody of some kind of status AKA, uh, I just read the Jamaican artiste spice. Artiste. What are you doing? What are you doing? Why? What, what make her spice do? Apparently, she's in a coma. Well, well, well. Apparently, speculation. It's speculation because well, it's, when it's it was speculation, but it's speculation. It's speculation. But apparently, she went to her doctor here, and they said no, which is what happens. Because, like I said, I know a lot of people like this. And whatever the doctor says, you just, you're like, okay, you know what? I'm going to find somebody in, in, in DR because they're going to do it. They're going to do it. They're not regulated. They're going to do it. Or sometimes you want a bigger ass with more CCs, you know, because I think it's a, a, a limit to like, I don't know, 2000. She don't need no, I hope, she, I hope it wasn't an ass. She don't I, need no more exactly ass. Exactly what I'm saying. Even anything. if that's the case, <laughs> if your doctor in America is telling you no, don't please don't go fight like, grace not my girl i love her right right but yeah just be safe just be safe out there that's all oh so it's, it's it's just annoying to me damn that's really that really just made me so sad well we're about to make the listeners even sadder but i know i know <laughs> talking Buckle about up. this it's a, it's a little, you know, it's a, it's been a, it's been a rough little week, right? So, you know, mm. everybody and they feeling, so we're thinking about all of these things and the way that majority of us find out our news and the things that goes on in the lives of people that we like, or, you know, just people that we're interested in is social, social media, but social media as anything else has its qualms, right? Um, so today we're going to be talking about the desensitization it's a big word, y'all. It's a big, <laughs> big SAT word. Big SAT word. Um, yeah, just the desensitization of the people that consume social media, right? Um, whether it be, you know, us on the end of the consumption or the powers that be behind uh, fucking, fucking with our algorithms and shit like that to making us see all of these things, right? So... By the time this is this airs, we we would have lost takeoff maybe two weeks ago now. Um, and the thing about that and what made us come to this is that the fact that, you know, probably before even some of his family members found out videos and pictures of him, you know, laying. I didn't see it, um, but videos and pictures of him laying bleed, bleeding out all this wild shit was circulating. Um social media. And it just made me think about all of the other celebrities that 
we've seen this with in the last like few years, right? We have, mm-hmm. you know, takeoff is added to the list. We have Nipsey Hustle. Um, you know, we had uh the dude that was just killed recently. Young Dolph. PMB. Yeah, PMB so Rock, like, Young Dolph. Yeah. yeah, Young Dolph. The like the list goes on, right? And it's just when did we get here as humans, right? When do we get here to see to where it's like okay to record somebody that's either bleeding out or dead already and post that all on the internet or sell it to TMZ just for, you know, a few hundred bucks. Like when did we, how did we get so like, where's our empathy? Where's the empathy for, you know, who, whomever may view this accidentally, because, you know, we just be swiping sometimes we don't Mm -hmm. even, you know, really, really realize a lot of people were exposed to the video and the images of takeoff when they clicked into a TMZ article, like you, they didn't even know, like it was there when they scrolled down. So it was just like, when did we get here and why? This is like, <laughs> where, why, why is this something that, you know, why are the clicks and the likes and, you know, the, the retweets and the reposts, how does, how does that, how has that become so vital to, you know, a lot of folks like presence on social media and, Thinking of that made me think about, I don't know if any of y'all ever saw the Black Mirror episode with um, Homegirl, that's the star of Jurassic, the new rebooted yes, Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, like her livelihood and depended on how many likes and follows that she had on social media, right? So the amount of likes mm-hmm. get basically funded her life. Like she was able to, you know, afford a nicer apartment or a nicer house or, you know, be able to eat in a certain restaurant and all these things like that. And it's just like, as, as with many things, Black Mirror, it's not far removed from what life is right now, right? Like these are the things that a lot of people find to be so vital and, just, and so important to just like their every, everyday life. And so it just, you know, I was just like, there has to be studies about this because there's, that's, I'm not the only person that thinks about this shit. Like it's wild. And right. Huffington Post two years ago, well, almost two years ago now, did an article it was written by this uh, journalist, Stephanie Barnes. And a quote that really stood out to me was, we've become desensitized to situations that in previous times would have seen would have seemed outrageous or unimaginable. It is outrageous and it was unimag- unimaginable, unimaginable, sorry, y'all, to me at a time to think that, you know, we can't just be posting people's dead bodies and bleeding out before we call 911. Like we just think to like pull out our phones and record and it's wild. And it's obviously for me, it just seems like black bodies are the ones that are most exposed to this and the ones that circulate the most because whether it be celebrities or, you know, just people just dying in general, you know, like when you get, police uh, body cam footage, that shit circulates like no other when they've killed someone, um, you know, or um, just anything in general. I just feel like it's, it would ju- the media is just so, social media is just so overpopulated with black bodies being harmed and violated and folks will show it and post it with, the tagline of being, of bringing awareness or, you know, of just like getting the word out where you have like the Sean Kings of the world that exploit, you know, 
harmfulness that has been brought to black bodies that can lead to trauma for other people. Cause I know it's traumatic for me. Like I, you know, try my very best to create my algorithm. So I just don't see shit like that. And I'm just like, you know, um, but I, I, it, it's, we're just constantly seeing it harmed, whether it be uh, black bodies, whether it be um, social media, everyday life, you know, we see it on the news, we see it on the street and it's just become very much like, it is what it is and it's just the norm. And I, I know I'm not alone in that feeling. (laughs) So how do y'all feel about it? um, In the Uh, pandemic, they released the phrase like trauma porn. mm -hmm. And I feel like, and I was conflicted, I guess, in the beginning, this is like 2020 when we had like George Floyd. And then it was just like, I can't even, I I don't know the names because there's so many of them, but it was literally like every week a black man was being killed and black women being killed. And again, we're seeing the um, body camera footage. We're seeing, just seeing everything. And I had to like leave all those pages because it was just like, I'm having a regular good old day in the fucking pandemic, how, you know, and then I'm seeing like someone being shot in the back, running away, all this kind of stuff. And I was like, okay, well, I guess we need to know because it's been happening for so long. But I was like, but do we need to see the actual footage of it? Like, do I need to have this image in my mind to to understand how bad it was? I don't, Hmm. right? So I I was like really conflicting because it is, and I don't know if it's because we're black, right? And then we're going to see black stuff. I don't know if like white folks have like a whole white trauma porn situation going on on their side. I have no idea what they're seeing. But it's like, I don't want to see Black folks killed every single day. Like, mm-hmm. announce it. I need to know. It's good to know. But mm-hmm. definitely seeing it is, is it's really crazy. And I was, when you were talking, I was thinking about, like, I think it's kind of like a, it's new for Americans to see this kind of stuff. Because, like, Latin was covered. They, they've been doing it. Mm-hmm. They've mm-hmm. been showing dead bodies. And they've been- oh, yes. They've been showing this stuff for years. Massacres. Like, yeah, they, they've always showed these kind of things. And I remember like my friends were talking about it. I'd be like, oh my gosh, like appalled that they would show these things. So now our our official news is not doing it, but we have unofficial mm-hmm. social media, mm-hmm. which has no regulations and stuff like that. So now it's coming into us and it's uh, into like the, Amer- the American eye full of seeing these things. And it's just like, I'm no longer conflicted, but it's just like, we don't need it. It's unnecessary. I can understand the magnitude of something bad happening without having the visuals of it. Also constantly, and then it's also like just the lack of respect for mm-hmm. people who are affected by this, like mm-hmm. uh, Kobe Their Bryant. Families too. Yeah, Kobe Bryant, his wife had to sue, like who she sued, the police station? Yes, and TMZ. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was just, it's yeah. just so unnecessary. And then um the little not little he was a teenager but the black um kid who died i think last year on a roller coaster that he fell out yeah oh yeah yeah and they posted his videos everywhere and it's like don't need to see this like there's there's no one like i'm not saying celebrities have less of privacy i mean they do but but definitely we do not need to see a young black boy falling to his death on a roller coaster right like it is unnecessary it is not a tale of caution what the fuck don't ride roller coasters what why is this what is this for and Mm -hmm. it does and it does feel like it's all coming down to a monetary gain Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. that is so despicable and that is so disgusting because if we're taking out like awareness what is the awareness there Mm -hmm. there's none there's none six flags 
Donny Park still exists. They didn't close down the the amusement park. Mm-hmm. That is just to gain profit off of someone. Did they even close down the ride? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't exactly. know. I'm sure. I'm sure it's still making those no, loops and turns. No, do y'all know? I don't. I do not watch any of these things. Once I see, I, first of all, I'm highly sensitive. I don't want to say that I'm desensitized. Um, I don't have social media. I do, but I don't. I don't go on. I don't look at anything. Anything that's like graphic in that nature, I can't handle it. My mental can't handle it. I will not watch it. It doesn't even matter if it's not, you know, like highly publicized. Like just, you know, my fiance will sit there and watch, oh, babe, look at this. No, you know, I don't look at this stuff. So I get almost irate if he sends something to me and, you know, a message or whatever. And um, it's like someone being shot, killed, run over. I don't like any of that stuff. I cannot watch it. So I cannot watch Takeoff's video. I cannot watch PNB yeah. um, being. I got a glimpse of Nipsey Hustle on the ground. Almost lost my shit. Yeah. I don't like to see it. I, you know, I really don't like to see it. And it's, I hear about this stuff because, not because I listen to the news or whatever, but it's because, you know, my friends are on social media. You know, y'all might hear about it. I'm laying next to someone who's watching it. And I'm hearing all the reactions and stuff like that. And I just know that I can't handle it. And it's just so, like you said, despicable. Like, why, why is, why are you pulling out your phone to record this? A, a mother's son on the ground bleeding out mm-hmm. from a, a gunshot wound in the head. Like, why would you do that? Why? Why are we, why are we? I don't I, know. I just, I just get so like emotional when I, when, when I think about this stuff, cause it's like, people are so fucking vile. They're so fucking rude. Like, why would you, why would you record this just for attention on social media for likes and views? Why? And also you said people like people send stuff. I have had people send me these videos on the link immediately without any kind of warning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing. It'd be like, literally just the video and I'm like oh mm-hmm. what's this and I'm now watching a murder I'm like I'm sorry mm-hmm. um I'm at work I'm like yeah. you didn't think to be like hey right watch yeah. a murder no I don't first of all but also give me a heads up I should not be sitting at my desk and getting like this is not a cat video this is not a cat knocking cups off a mantle <laughs> yeah. like cute and friendly like you're gonna affect someone's day yeah people have become like so detached that they're yes. sitting on these videos like it's nothing like watching mm-hmm. like get her head hacked off I'm like exactly like it's nothing like when I woke up I didn't even wake up properly I didn't even you know test my blood sugar on the wake up hey when people are like oh it's not that bad just watch it I don't want to (laughs) I love to say that to you oh you you, you don't see anything then why am I watching this what exactly oh he doesn't die yeah, I, I just want watch him be pummeled. No, he didn't die, but he's on the ground. Yeah, at this point we have Dying. to end not die through some things. Like, why am I? Why am I now convincing you what I don't want to see? Mm-hmm. I have to do that constantly with someone that I'm with because <laughs> he is so desensitized. It's ridiculous. It is absolutely. Well, oh, you heard about takeoff? No, look, here's the video. No, no, I will not watch the video, and then I get upset because. You know, we've been together for so long. You know, I don't watch these things. You know, I cannot take it. Yes, I watch. Yeah, but you watch the crime shows. They're not showing that stuff. I can hear about it. 
I can watch, you know, what's going on and, and how crazy people are, but I don't want to see them actually commit the act. I can't, I will not partake in that stuff. I absolutely will not do that. Um, and I think, what was uh, you saying, Kioma, about like, how does this happen? How did we get here? Um, I just, there's this article uh, as for children's innovation center.org. And I'm like, wait, what? children so it's like the reason for desensitization desensitization uh please y'all help me with that desensitization to violence in particular is our tendency to adapt to trauma the more we think that there was nothing that could be done to prevent a tragedy the more immune we become to it and we we repeatedly uh, be, the more we the more we think that there was nothing that could be done to prevent a tragedy the more immunity you come to it when it repeatedly happens so it's like it's has our society become so much more inherently violent because we hear about these things all the time it's like i'm confused but like and i think okay i think you saying that and uh if we focus on black bodies, like black bodies have never had any currency. Black right. bodies have never had right. any importance. Right. 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 Black bodies have never been spared or um, seen as anything than like a property, whatever. So definitely the the uptake in seeing black bodies in real time. Mm-hmm. First of all, we have to also not remember this this the country we've come from where black bodies were hung, strung along um, strung along bridges strung along um like that was the thing people would gather their kids their children's to go watch someone be hung mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so lynched lynched yeah lynched so seeing a black body um um under distress or murdered is a it's a long-standing history in america i mean in the world really but we focus on america so i think even though we're affected i think for a lot of like white people it's nothing it's literally it's their history they're they're going through their history yeah. their full albums like this is in 1942 and me and me, me and your mom met and it's a fucking man hanging in the background so for them it's nothing so to show this and to pay for it it's like what's the big deal what is right. the big deal we've been doing it for free for years why why are you like, right. what's, what's, the, what's the problem so, with you? so what is the solution right i've been saying for months now i think black folks need to go dark I think we need to pull ourselves off social media. We need to just stop. But isn't that that's dangerous for us though? We're not allowed to go dark because uh, I, I understand what we're saying because I do agree with the de- like we are desensitized with a lot of these things that we feel are frivolous. Like I think the last like traumatic thing I watched was like the Philando Castile thing, and I did not know what I was watching until I was watching it, and I was like absolutely not but then also on the flip side is like if that was never recorded if that was never put out there is a consciousness that happens Mm -hmm. that we have to switch so yes and no it's good I mean kind of we need to be desensitized but then what's going to happen to all those bodies that are dying that are not that we're not seeing so it's like what no awareness right right and even like with people posting deaths (sighs) and shit on even though I say defund the police until like I die, but it's just like sometimes they get leads and they find out who killed the, like, you know, there, there's a, a flip side to it. So it's like, what is, is the intention that y'all seeking? Like, should it be a different intention? Like, what is the kinder way to do, 
to like illuminate it because also what happens when we see all these dead bodies and we create activists and there's conversation around it there's things that change around it so I have no idea right <laughs> but okay so back to the article that I mentioned the Huffington Post article last year it, it is a double-edged sword right mm-hmm. so it is a double-edged sword because without it we wouldn't have awareness because outside of you know black bodies and things like that like I for one wouldn't know the things that have been going on in Iran for the last few months right we wouldn't know if it wasn't for social media because look how long from when it hit social media to when it finally hit the news like that was a very wide gap and even in that you know like women and uh young girls still disappearing still being killed and all these things like that and we don't even know all their names and even you know like we always knew about what was going on in Palestine but not really but so it's just like there's always that awareness that we would like but I think that there should be some sort of like I don't want to say filter is not the right word but I feel like Like a moral code certain yeah well like certain with like certain morality is tricky morality is tricky right But I think with certain things, for me, when I think when I see like uh, certain videos and stuff posted, there's not always a regulation on like the type of violence that you're about to Mm -hmm. see, right? And so I think that uh, social media um, outlets, like, I mean, it's about to be a free-for-all on Twitter, but like Instagram, you know, like I feel like they need to do a better job of warning people about what they're about to watch um, because it's oh, it's just like, oh, this video is very graphic or, or something like watch that. Watch it anyway. <laughs> and it, but it could be of somebody falling, you right. know, like somebody just fell and they broke their arm and that's what's graphic. Whereas I think there needs to be, you know, like how uh, Instagram has like when people share uh, uh, false information, there's like a tag. So it's like, I feel like there need there could be a tag, like something to say like, you know, like this video is, it, 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 it includes death and it, it includes like, you know, extremely violent behavior or so, something to that effect as to where it's like, it gives you more of a choice to like, okay, I don't want to view this. I don't want to watch this. You know, whereas sometimes, cause I know when the Nipsey Hussle shit was circulating, there was nothing, there was nothing. It was like, you could have been scrolling and it was right there, you know, but uh, Twitter, ha- I mean, uh, Instagram has stepped up their game, but I feel like there needs to do, there needs to be more. There needs to be more language so that you as the consumer can choose. Like this is okay. If I want to watch this, I'm going to watch it. Because again, like Ty saying, it is a double-edged sword. Like there needs to be awareness, but you should be able to choose. Like if you want to watch this or not, like with the you know, George Floyd issue. Like I didn't watch the news for a very long time because it was the only, that that video just kept being played, kept being played, kept being circulated and forget it when the trial started, like it just kept being circulated. So I just didn't watch the news and that was my choice. I was able to do that, to avoid it. With Instagram, I feel like they need to do a better job of giving you that choice, of giving folks the choice to, you know, and I feel like if folks send it to, I, I, I don't know. There's no, there's no way to really filter who said they're doing shit for awareness and who's not. Like, 
if I'm somebody like, sells the shit to TMZ, they could be like, yo, I was just trying to make y'all aware of what's like, there's no, how, how do you know that that's, I what- mean, the intention sometimes doesn't matter. It's the impact, right? Like, mm-hmm. so they can put whatever they want, but like, even when like um, Asia was talking about the the little kid who flew off the roller coaster, right? And I get how like that can make you upset. I immediately, because I'm who I am, I thought of um, Boys in the Hood where Doughboy says to him, he's like, you want to see a dead body? Mm-hmm. It's the curiosity of it all, you know? Like, not that I'm like, I, I, I didn't know about the story because I don't, I'm not, I'm tapped out of the news completely. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, I personally wouldn't watch somebody fall to their, a child fall to their death on a roller coaster, but I can see how that can pique somebody else's interest and not in a, in a negative way, but just out of like sheer human curiosity, you know, not like, oh, let me, not like on some, we're watching Romans beat the shit out of each other in a Coliseum cheering on, which is truly what people did. And we can talk about them being white or whatever, but it's just the nature of of life of violence mm-hmm. but I don't know there I, I feel like I don't know I I do understand what we're saying I do get it because I do agree I'm like the gratuitousness the I think it, like for people doing it for clout um when it dishonors somebody in a way where it where you feel like they um it's a bit disrespectful to th- that dead person, right? Which is, what yeah. he, I, did, I didn't see the takeoff thing. I have no idea what happened. I do know that that man passed away. Mm-hmm. I do know that people are upset because there is something graphic. Like, I literally have no idea what the fuck is going on. I know people are upset because something graphic happened. And maybe it was on, it's on the internet for people to it see. It was on TMZ. I don't know if it still is, but it was like immediate. Like TMZ posted that yeah. shit before and that was just like with the nipsey hustle thing like they posted it before mm-hmm. people knew like i remember lauren london saying that she saw the video <laughs> like that's wild yeah. i think that's the the bigger issue that everybody's hitting at this like because everybody's i feel like when listening to y'all talk everybody's talking about like the random person that's like recording or whatever and not like the responsibility like everybody in news media when people now just want to be first and they don't want to have facts mm-hmm. right and I think that's the bigger issue mm-hmm. and can, then we can talk about and then that opens up a whole different other conversation honestly yeah yes that is yes but I was just thinking about like like at, in some states they've passed laws that if you're just I forgot what it's called it's essentially like a, a bystander law where like you should help someone. So mm-hmm. like a few years ago, the guy drowned in some lake and then these kids just recorded it. They recorded the entire drowning. And I don't know if those kids got time, but like there's been laws since then. That's just like, you cannot record someone just dying and you can't help them and you don't, yeah, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So of course this varies. Like if someone's being shot or stabbed, maybe you don't want to get involved because you're putting yourself in jeopardy. But like, if someone is like just laying down dying, like and they're drowning and you can help, like instead of recording, not, not, not even calling the cops you just recorded right mm-hmm. so I think that's where I talk about the m- morality part of it because it's like yes there's definitely awareness definitely 100% awareness we need that but some people are just seeing something terrible happen and their only thought is wait till I upload this mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that's that's solely their thought mm-hmm. is wait till I upload this like they literally watched a man drown in a lake 
and they just watched the whole thing. Not a single phone call was called to the cops. Nothing was done. Mm-hmm. So in those situations, it's just like, this is a problem. I don't know if I, I'm, I'm on, I know I couldn't have watched someone just drown and record it. I know I wouldn't have done that. I'm not the best swimmer. I would have done something, a damn log or a stick, or at, at the very least, I'm calling the cops. Yeah. I'm not so detached from this human life that I wanted to stand there. And first of all, drowning takes a lot, a while. It's not a quick thing, yeah. you know? So you watch someone drown for five, 10 minutes. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's the issue we have. And yeah, so it's like, how do we fix it? I don't know, because we do need to know these things are happening, not the drowning. That's not something we need to know. But we need to know about these like police brutality. We need to know about these attacks, like they attacked on the train in Atlanta or Chicago. Again, it was recorded and they're saying no one helped her. Like she was like raped, I believe, or attempted rape. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like these are wild things happening Mm -hmm. and it's like, you have to, there has to be some uh, blame put on the people who are doing the actual recording. Mm-hmm. Because what are you doing? What are you doing? You're not helping, right? You're not even, like this videos. I don't know if you guys saw the video um, of a, a black girl and a, she's in France. She's fighting this white man. Now the girl beats the fuck out of him. Like she body slams him. She takes him down, right? But then you hear boys recording like, yeah, yeah, good punch. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? This is not this is not awareness. I do not need to know that this black girl can fight. And it, it, it in no way has has changed my life, right? Right. But it's like people are just so obsessed with recording everything, uploading it for clout, for numbers, for views, for this. And it's like that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Right. And we do need we do need media. I mean, like, so you have mainstream media who still is like, I'm not gonna they, they still they're still blowing things, they're still blurring things out. Mm-hmm. Then you have all these social media sites with no regulation, no nothing. And I think like outside of police brutality and things that we need to be aware of they need to stop like it who it doesn't benefit any single i mean yes i guess it's curiosity but save that shit for the dark web but how that shit for 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 reddit i do not need to log on Um, don't put it i do not need to log on to fucking instagram and see that like i'm over here trying to like do my friend's poll uh repost the podcast and i'm seeing a murder this is a this is a site that allows people under age to be there as well. Yes, that's yeah, right. So that's- if you want to see the most gruesome shit, if you want to see a murder, if you want to see this, there's a place for that. As like Sloan said, I love murder podcasts. I was playing one this morning, but even they always have a disclaimer and they say these are real people's lives we're talking about. So be mm-hmm. respectful. Mm-hmm. When you watch the shows, they have reenactments. They're not mm-hmm. showing mm-hmm. actual body footage. They don't, uh-huh. because there is a level of respect. You can tell a story without traumatizing people and without dehumanizing a victim and their family. I think Ty mentioned something that I think is worth like, cause I'm just like thinking of, as we were talking about like the woman in France fighting a dude and other dudes like recording, Ty mentioned the you know gladiators and the violence and Coliseum and people like sitting around cheering on betting on that shit and I feel like that's what we're like reverting to just like the acts of violence and the and and death just not having the impact that it used to right so there was another quote in this uh article that I found so interesting we're gonna link it we're gonna share it is that people have adopted the behavior that they showcase on social media. 
So if they're making comments that they would never say to somebody to their face, if they're speaking about things that they don't necessarily believe in, they're just like following, you know, the crowd and whatever is viral at this moment, they're just adopting that behavior and the person that they're like pushing on social media. And it just makes them less empathetic and less compassionate in real life because the real life and like social media shit is just getting blurred. A lot of folks don't know nowadays. I, I feel like it's more prevalent that folks don't know how to differentiate what's real and what's not on like social media, right? Like somebody, somebody posting on social media that somebody's, you know, drowning, like that's real. But the fact that somebody is recording that shit and not helping, that should not be. And but people are focused on the the person drowning and like, oh, wow, that's crazy. But they're not necessarily focused on the folks that's recording and didn't choose that. It's kind of like that yeah, those yeah. people like kind of still remain like anonymous in a way because there's there's nothing to be done about it in every state because in in, in certain states maybe they they pass like this bystander thing or whatever but i also feel like again shit like that is tricky because not everybody has it in them to step in and help someone right the drowning thing is a very wild but like for somebody being you know what i mentioned earlier about the dude coming into the bar with you know a full-on nazi uniform i'd like to say that i would have said some shit but who who really knows you know what i'm saying so it's like where i feel like the time that we kind of live in, like you, first of all, you never really know what somebody is capable of, right? So if somebody is on a train while in and they're attacking somebody, you'd like to say that you're going to step in, but then if you're afraid, like, what, what are you supposed to do? Like, if you're scared, what are you supposed to do? I, and then if you record, because that's all you feel that you can do, and then you post it for awareness, because like, okay, everybody watch out for this person, this person's on a train while in, because that's all you felt like you were capable of doing. That's where the morality thing comes in that, you know, you and Ty were talking about, like it's tricky because it's just like, I'm afraid that if I step in, I might die, which is very, which is very likely because it's happened before, you know, where a good Samaritan steps in and they die, and shit like that happens every day. But I feel like, but how often does, but how often does that happen, right? What I think we, I think as a, a, a people, like humans, we gravitate so much towards the negative. Because I'm like, I get it. Like somebody one time stepped in and then they also died. But is it every time that everybody stepped in they die? No, there are no. so many people mm-hmm. who step in, right. But I think we go so quickly to like the worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and like I think what will like as you, I think what will happen is if we have more community then these things wouldn't happen like you need there needs to be checks and balances mm-hmm. like I need to know that if I see something that's like not cool like or like on the train or whatever somebody's getting beat up on the train I think that I'm going to say something I'm not going to let some woman get the shit beat out of her but just because I speak up I expect somebody else mm-hmm. to also have my fucking back as well mm-hmm even though we know that's not the case, which is why people get stabbed on the train. But like, I think there needs to be more of a sense of community. Um, But niggas don't know right from wrong. 
I mean, also outside of, I mean, it's also literally just uh, self perseverance. Wait, what's the word? Perseverance. Perseverance. Thank you. You know, oh, preservation. Okay, dyslexia. It's just literally self preservation, <laughs> right? <laughs> It just it is it is your human instinct to save yourself, right? When you when we when we step in, we're literally overriding our natural instincts, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, like you said, you may want to be like, "I'm not going to stand for this," but then you see it, and it's just like, "Well, damn." As and, and again, it does depend on the situation, right? Like if someone is being like, "There's a weapon involved," right? You may really want to get involved, but it's just like, "Damn, am I going to get stabbed up too?" Right. If you don't have a weapon, <laughs> like the likelihood of you intervening. Right. And also it's just the way, okay, so I'm going to come back to this. So I was talking to my coworker the other day and I was saying, so I saw this TikTok and it was a cisgendered woman saying um, the reason why like a lot of trans women get murdered is because they don't, they don't disclose their identity, their, that they're trans, right? So then this trans woman said, but the same men that are killing you are killing us. So obviously the issue is the men. And I was like, eh, good point, right? So I was saying this to my coworker and then she's like, um, I was, and she was like, well, that's not, she was saying it's not the same. I said, it, it is the same. Like women get murdered for not giving a man their number for telling a guy, no, like we can't even say no, thank you without being murdered. And she was saying like, oh, that doesn't happen that often. I said, well, perhaps because I'm in tune <laughs> with all these, right. Okay, I said well, maybe, maybe not murdered, but like I've had rocks thrown at me because well, I, I didn't give somebody I'm my number. About murder, because I could probably name five right now, mm. right? So and and maybe because I'm just into murder podcasts, I'm into these stories, so maybe I'm more aware than everybody else is. But I'm like, no, it's legit murder, right? So mm. then it goes back to like, is it just because I'm in tune to this because I'm desensitized to it, mm. or is it because it, it is really happening that? that much but the way the human brain works is like it's how it's how we remember trauma but not happiness right because the brain takes the actual recording of it like when they sometimes they'll study brains and they'll see like a traumatic event not physical a mentally traumatic event and you'll have a scar on your brain mm-hmm. so tra- trauma is not only physical it's very much in your body it's like mental so it's like yes we do lean towards the negative but that is self-preservation yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. It'll, if we if we forgot every time a guy called us a fucking bitch and threw a rock at us, we'd be getting rocked all the fucking time. Yes. So true. now we have to be like, I have a boyfriend or get a Google number. And the same thing is like, okay, well, I know a few people who did. I mean, when I was younger, my um, cousin's godbrother was murdered because he was seeing a girl no I'm sorry he was friends with a girl who was in an abusive relationship he went to the house to help her and he was killed and then one of my uh friends from junior high near my house there was someone being attacked on the boulevard he helped and got killed as well so now I have two very (laughs) close to home memories of of bystanders helping and now for me it's like well I gotta really think twice right because I have two close to home situations you know what I mean so it's like I get that we lean towards a negative but also it's like I don't want to be murdered right but what I'm not going to do is fucking record it record it right yeah I feel like I feel like that is that is the problem because I can't tell a human to override your self-preservation but you can definitely make a fucking phone call you can go hey stop (laughs) hey the fuck you doing yeah, taking out That's my phone. Where the morality comes in. Yeah, taking out my phone to record this 
it's not that's very unnatural mm-hmm. and it's become it's become very too it's natural un- to us it's unnatural for us but i feel like i feel like like say somebody uh, like say two dudes were fighting right and i'm the only other person on the train and this man attacked this other man for no reason and so i'm just like all right i'm gonna take a picture of this dude and i'm gonna show it to the police as soon as i get off the train like, I feel like there, if you, if that is your intention, because I feel like that would be mine. I'm not going to post it on the internet, but that would be, you know, like my intention. But I've been in a situation where this little, with this younger girl, she wasn't a little girl. She was, she was like 17, 18. And her friend, they were on their way to high school. And this homeless man was harassing them, like bothering them, like pacing back and forth or whatever. So I like sat down beside them, took out my mace. And I'm just like, if we're going to have a problem, we're going to have a problem type of thing. But for... I feel like for women, it's, I have a more like protective, like I'm going to, I'm going to, it's like a sisterhood type of thing. Like I'm going to try my best to help you out. If I can, if I can help you, I'm going to help you. You know what I'm saying? And with kids, like little kids, I'm going to, I'm going to help you. But with men, it's like, there's, there's always, you know, there's always like different boundaries and all these things like that. But I feel like it's wild. That's, I think that's the first, that's the perfect thing to describe it. Cause there's like, you know, I feel like it's beyond the double-edged sword. Like there's just so many different, you know, positives and negatives to certain things. Um, but I feel, I don't feel that although we have ideas of how it can be solved or regulated, if, I guess that's the best word. Cause, um, yeah, regulated is the better word. I don't feel like it will be, um, Cause I yeah I just don't feel like it's going to be because then looking, mean, it's looking real bleak. What do you, what do you mean? Oh sorry, still on. I'm go- what do you mean regulated? You mean like what I was saying before the, the media outlets and stuff like yeah. that? Media outlets? Oh, absolutely not. But what I was saying before is as far as like you know giving people more of a warning on Twitter or, or on Instagram yeah. what they're about to view and you know yeah just like giving people more of an option like i want to view this or i don't or what exactly is in you know encompassed in this video or whatever i don't see that happening um because i feel like t- uh social media is just becoming more and more of a free for all um news media absolutely not absolutely not there's no they like you know blow out faces and all that shit like that i feel i feel like that's as regulated as they will get um but yeah nah yeah, I was just going to ask you about that, but um, you clarified that. I think really also well. as millennials, I think we fall towards the older side of millennials um, than like the 26-year-olds, because I think that is 26 to what, like 40, some stupid ass gap that I can't relate to. But anyway, I feel like we really have come into social media, mm-hmm. whereas you have people who are 26, like my brother, he only knows social media. He only knows a flat phone, right? Yeah. He literally doesn't know about... <laughs> He doesn't, he, you know, they, they only know having their entire world uh, mm-hmm. photographed. They mm-hmm. only know having everything documented visually. They only, they literally only know that. And I, and I feel like for the older millennials, it really is a shock of what we're seeing, right? We went from like not seeing anything on TV, especially, I guess, I guess especially, for, especially for American people, American news viewers. Mm. We went from seeing absolutely nothing nothing we remember we had this is the sketches 
Like that was oh, that yeah, was newsroom. that was courtroom <laughs> sketches. Yes, yeah, that's the most we got. But the salad was a fucking drawing. Yeah. <laughs> that so is now true. We, so now we are like in a a place where like I feel overwhelmed, honestly, because I'm and not just about these things, about just the documentation of everything mm. is overwhelming to me, and it does make you synthesize like. Maybe a few years ago, if somebody was online crying, I'd be like, oh my gosh, what happened to this baby? What? Now I'm like crying, scroll, not interested, delete, block. I don't ever want to see someone cry again because I am i don't fucking care. Mm. And I feel like we're only going to get more. We're, we're only going to lean more into social media and more into like document documenting things. This was not helpful. I don't know what to tell you guys, but this, I, just feel like, I just feel like that's why I feel like it's so much because I'm not used to this. I'm not... I think it starts with self-work though like we've been talking around right and like oh yeah throughout morality and I said fuck morality like not fuck morality but it's like it's too um broad yeah yeah it's too broad and it can mean two things but it's just like okay this person who like person x who decided to like post a violent video because they wanted to be first or to get clout on social media like what do they gain? Nobody's going to follow you. Nobody's even going to remember that that was your video that was there. It's the content. That's the important part. It's not who posted, like who was the person who posted. Maybe in their mind, yeah, I'm saying you said what I'm saying in their mind, it's like, now I can go tell you, you know, that was my video, right? Like I could, you know what I mean? Like, but does anybody care? Exactly. No, they they do care. Like these people do get followers. If you take out, like, don't don't think about these big situations, right? Mm -hmm. But they have whole pages dedicated to like street fights, um, car accidents. They have whole these people have Mm -hmm. tons of viewers. So we we can't just focus on like the the big stories, violence, documented violence, and people being murdered and hit. That is a that's a whole yeah. Okay, that's a whole avenue. So yeah. people, they ha- they're getting monetized on Instagram. They're getting mm-hmm. monetized on TikTok because I don't know how Twitter works, but I'm sure there's some money there too. But that's what the page is for. Not so, right. not yet. There's not yet for Twitter, but Elon oh, Musk just yeah. said that it will be a thing. So that's why I said I don't feel like it's going to change Correct. anytime soon because any everything is turning into a money grab mm-hmm. situation. Like Yeah, I just wanted to go back to chat rooms. <laughs> I want a, oh, I want a solid stonets revive stonets until you t- said something I was like oh right I used to watch I'm gonna date myself but whatever I used to religiously watch slap fest <laughs> what was it 187 or power one if I've had slap fest I would watch those videos to watch people get smacked the fuck out of because it was entertaining to me because I was young and I was like oh well but I also signed up for that yeah. Right. I'm not signing right. up for right. C. That's the regulation you're talking yeah, about. That, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's where the lines have been blurred. Like, we, like well, in college, we had media takeout, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's what Instagram was about pictures. Let me see what this person, what the high school is doing today. Oh, mm-hmm. they went, I'm seeing a picture, not a video. I'm seeing a picture of them eating a cake. Must be their birthday. That was the extent of it. If I wanted to find out gossip, I had to go media takeout. You barely could go to the but now it's like you have a, a platform that is marketing itself as reputable, right? They're like, don't forget to vote, uh, change your voting status, all this bullshit, mark, mark your safe. If you're the hurricane got you, mark your safe. This is a place of, but you're not. 
you're yeah. you're if you're gonna market yourself as like a reputable media or, or news whatever you i don't even know what instagram is at this point i have no idea but then you're letting in these things and it's like, i'm seeing like naked bodies now and i'm like is it art or that's just fucking nudity <laughs> and i don't have an issue with nudity but also i'm an adult woman right so it's like what it, there's there needs to be something but there's not going to be i don't see it happening soon but it's just like, where does the line, where's, what, when's it going to stop? Where's the line going to be drawn? We're fucked. That's it. We're just fucked. That, that's all. I think, no, I really think it, it's, it starts with like self work, like whatever it is that you're trying to search for in like doing these things. Like, I feel like everybody just need Reiki in therapy. I mean, it's easy money, you know? Yeah. Like, I can't exactly people do like strange things to change I it's I don't I don't have the answer I don't we don't have the answer we, we don't have, have the answer at all we would love We're to processing. hear what you guys think though we would love to hear if anyone has a solution or a proposal right. <laughs> five-step plan right. a book to read a book to read uh because what also um listeners um Listeners, like how what how do you feel about it? Do you feel like there's a lack of uh, uh, attachment? You said this word has got us all. It's how you guys <laughs> <say that. laughs> desensitization? You feel a desensitization? It's too it's too simple. Desensitization. No, this take, is just a, take your time. Why why is there an S and a Z? It's it's too many <laughs> too many letters in a, in a one word. It, they made it stupid. Mad consonants and vowels. All Mad, it's, everything. It's way too long. It's way too many letters and words in this this stupid word. But um, do y'all feel desensitized? If you do, or if you don't, because we love we love a pushback or a disagreement. Mm-hmm. You know why? Why? why do you yeah, feel? Why not? You feel? Let us know. Why? Word. All right, y'all. So that was our. You know, so boom, we could talk about these things for hours on end, hours and hours and hours. But speaking of, you know, the world of social media, the evil slash good you know world of social media asia you got us on some peep game you got you got a little yes now i know we all love black twitter but (laughs) we might need to leave twitter blackies i mean everyone but black people specifically because um people should know by now elon musk has secured twitter outside of firing everybody (laughs) He also has, quote unquote, brought back free speech. So the first day that Elon bought Twitter, uh, uh, it's probably not just white people, because everyone hates black people. People, it might be some blacks too, who the fuck knows? People (laughs) look to the tweeters to write nigger. First of all, I'm going to call it the N-word, because it's, it's, (laughs) when you add the ER... When you add the ER. ER, it's the N-word. People took to Twitter to literally write nigger, 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 over and over again. This... The tweet had no, no context. No. <laughs> he just wrote the word over and over and over again. And now they're praising Elon Musk for bringing back free speech mm-hmm. and how they're allowed to say this again and how there's no regulation and how people can say what they want to say online again, which I feel like they weren't. I don't know. But on, on, besides that, um, so Twitter has been doing terribly for years financially, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they lost like $1.2 billion last year. They're, they're not doing well. So a way for uh, Elon Musk to make money from Twitter would be to one, um, charge for verified checks. 
Yes. Which is stupid. <laughs> but also the, the, the more lucrative way is for him to sell your personal data. So not only, and I'm, this is what I'm saying to black people specifically, not only is he going to allow people to just call you straight up N word uh, at, at their free will, he's going to sell your data. Now I know we all love black Twitter, but I just feel like I'm all about putting my money where my mouth is. And, and I'm also about divesting Mm-hmm. and not supporting things that do not serve me as a black person mm-hmm. i did delete my twitter after i saw this because i'm like i'm just not going Girl, to you didn't even have twitter stop but i had one i deleted it yeah granted it had nothing he lost nothing when i left <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even know i left but but i but that's that's me if i if i once i'm gonna wrap keep this short uh in a world where everyone is anti-black, right? Or it feels that way. Um, when a company is openly anti-black, that's when I have to take a step back, right? Because I, I, it's too, if I were truly divest from everything anti-black, I'd be, I don't know where I'd be, honestly, because it's so many things. I'd be naked somewhere. <laughs> I don't know doing what, right? But when a company goes out of their way to allow anti-blackness, or to promote anti-blackness, I have to divest because I morally I cannot um, settle yeah. myself with being involved with this company. And to the mm-hmm. and to know that they're also going to sell my data for money to make Elon Musk more money, I'm like I gotta tap out. That for me is it's not a loss for me because I'm not I'm not on Twitter anyway. So it was very easy for me to just close my account down. But I do feel like black people who we do not have yet black Twitter and you're you are if if he does go with that um, way of making more money. The same platform, but he allows you to be disrespected. Who'll be selling your data for, for money, and you are now putting money in his pockets. So, just something to think about. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna close this one out. It's gonna be short and sweet. Um, I was rewatching this show that I used to love on CBS called um, All Rise with Simone Missick, and I just want to let y'all know if y'all don't know who Simone Missick mm-hmm. is okay baby girl is a beast as an actor you talk about precision in scenes like cadence rhythm like she spars with like some of the best black actors in in white ones like she is just so fucking good i've seen her live um in a play and when i tell you the craft is crafting and people don't have her name in their mouths enough mm-hmm. with praise i'm telling you watch some on mystic i think the new season was picked up by own because it was dropped by CBS and it it's, 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 it's good. It's good. It's, oh, it's the own network, but it is good. And she is good. Y'all need to check out Simone Missick. She also was in Luke Cage yes. Um, before yeah. that shit got canceled. Um, That's how she got her little claim to fame, but she'd been putting in the work, but like check that girl out. Cause she's that girl. She's that girl. All right. All right, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in for another episode of Pontificating. Um, You're going to hear all of the stuff at the end, but please engage, 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 leave comments. Um, If you want to freaking shoot us on our, you know, Instagrams and, 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 and leave ideas. We always love ideas too. What you want us to talk about? Uh, Is there anything that we haven't touched upon? You know, like, let us know, let us know. Always be respectful, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> come, come with us nice. <laughs> and yes, tune in next week for another episode and deuces. Later. Thank you for listening to another episode of Pontificating Podcast with your girls. Uh, I am the Asia Thomas, uh, Seiki, 
and Sally and your girl, I am Queen Ty. Please don't forget to follow us on Pontificate and Pod. You can follow us, engage, 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 and like us on YouTube. We are at From the Burrows Podcast. Like, subscribe, follow, engage, and don't forget, we love y'all play cousins. Bye.